Yeah. All right. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Ooh, we just heard a voice that we weren't supposed to hear yet. It's a kind of a surprise, but not entirely, because if you've been following the Ruminations uh, network, the Ruminations radio network, you've heard this voice already. But I'm Mitch Proctor, your humble servant and host for this episode of Ruminations from the Red Room. With me today is the cast, another of one of the uh, the cast of one of our other shows on the Ruminations Radio Network. The one, the only Brevity Boxes here today, and more specifically, their brand spanking new Tri Host Thruple Completing Wicked and Sassy Whip Smart No Holds Barred Confirmed Badass in Forty Seven States and Heartbreaker Extraordinaire Becky with the good hair. Welcome. Wow. What, what an intro. intro. Becky, you I gotta like get that it. shit on your business card. I know. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> It'd be a great business card. Gonna print me I'm some really of those excited bad boys after out. doing a... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, put them on there. Do it. Tell you what, free of charge. Thank you. Those are Thank all you. you. Appreciate it. You're just the best. Excuse me. I'm trying to get on his good side, guys. Please. And sitting in the chairs, uh, not remotely across from me. <laughs> she's doing a great job. I mean, I'm going to make sure that her volume is up really great. Like yeah, her, yeah, right. her processing on the Thank next you. episode of Brevity Box will be pristine. I will probably like tone you guys down a few decibels and just really feature Becky. That's probably You're like smart. my pageant mom. Well, I, I love try. it. <laughs> That's what most of our listeners do at this point. Both of them. So, listeners, if you're out there and you'd like to just hear Becky, I could do an episode where I just cut Becky's pieces out and dr- drop those, and it'll just be this disjointed cast of just Becky responding to Brando and Charlie, but without Brando and Charlie. Wait, I mean, but we can't give that away for free. That's, you know, you got to pay five bucks a month on the that'll Patreon. That'll be on our that. only, yeah, that's, that's what fans. You get the edited version where it's just Becky, an <laughs> ASMR, like, audio of just Becky. <laughs> Here, episode two is Becky eating Chipotle. And if you guys know the Brevity Box, you already recognize those other true great voices. We also have across from me, virtually, Triple C. Hello, yo, yo. And the man with the plan, Brando. Also known as the man with the audible chocolate. That's the one. That's the one. You do have some audible chocolate. And that <laughs> is what you on will. his business You're, you're not always the, you're not always the happiest, uh, you know, who in Whoville, but <laughs> you certainly have the audible chocolate voice. In a very spiritual way, identify with Brando in and in, in a lot of uh, his morose kind of gothy vibes, even though I don't know that he's really one of the goth minions not, not necessarily but i understand them i did have my nine inch nails phase in high school i didn't dress the part but i loved the music you didn't have any fishnets no fishnets okay we only had lies. one fishnet guy at our school lies <laughs> his, name was Jahan, his name was Jahan Kamsasada, and he was an awesome dude everyone liked him way to drop some and he rocked yeah. rock jinkos all the way to senior year wow what i think it's guts what? It Jinko does. pants. Those jeans. jeans with the big oh, legs. They're with the huge. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was before. They're and basically the, denim samurai pants. And the wallet chains. That's fair. Yeah. Did those come with the jeans? Well, I did the wallet chains, but those pants are after my time. Yeah. Yeah, Mitch, those pants oh, were Lord. after us. Yeah, that's after us. They right? were. They, yeah, that they was, were that, the, that was uh, a mid 90s thing. There is a super they were, mainstream like, in their prime like, in my high Christian school. designer that decided to bring back bell bottoms. 
in a cool way <laughs> and sold them to goth kids <laughs> and skaters. Wow. No, I've, I've seen them, but yeah, that was a little bit after me. I think that's like, um, my chemical romance, him sort of era goth. That was the mall goths that were happening. Yeah. It was way yeah. before that. Yes. It was before that. Really? The jingles oh. were popular when I was like in elementary school. Oh my God. I'm so old. So am I. It's oh, okay. It's, tra- it's tragic. Um, <laughs> I could see Brando. I'm so old. Like, I remember Lisa Ling on channel one news. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, man. That is not relatable, man. Yeah. It's relatable to me, Brando. Like the rest of the whole country. Becky knows what's up. Becky knows what's up. I totally this is, see- what, this is what separates the Gen X from the elder millennials. Lisa Ling on Channel One News. <laughs> Pertaining to one zip code. Is yep. that what we're talking about? Yeah, no, you know, I see Brando in front of a long mirror doing the the goth clothing like challenge montage. And I just see him with like the leather trench. No. The the fingerless gloves, no. Somehow he ends up back with khakis and a sweater, and he's like, "It just works." <laughs> yeah, when I when I when I'm alone, I put on you know black lipstick and wear a Bauhaus shirt. I just never let anybody see me. Cute. I would love that picture, dude. Cute. I would love that picture. You don't even know. We're gonna post it on it Instagram. Cost, it's going on the Patreon. How much they got to pay for that? You know, I still want an AK-47. So about 1100 bucks. <laughs> I consider doing it. We need to make t-shirts of that goth Brando with the word He's apathy so cool. over it. And just make that be the image people think of when they hear him. Gothopy. Oh, man. I think apathy G. There's a lot of potential. But there that's really Charlie. Is. Always yeah. thinking about that merch. Always thinking about the angle. <laughs> yeah, I guess I am kind of always thinking angles. I'm always, so, I'm always making a room. I'm always making a mark. Well, that's good. That's good. That's why we're here, right? Yeah, man, it's <laughs> exciting to be here. And 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 I don't want to take anything away from Becky. Let's get to know Becky. Yeah, you and I have said enough dumb bullshit already. Let's talk. Let, let, let's hear from Becky. You know us. Let's talk I, to Becky. We do all know you guys. So let me start at the beginning. Let's chat a little bit about where Becky came from. Becky. My mom. All right. Cool. That's a great story. Thanks for <laughs> virgin birth. Very amazing. <laughs> On June 28th well, of know, 19. <laughs> <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it. And these guys have talked to you a bit on the on the brevity box, and we got a, quite a bit of insight into you and you know, uh, kind of a little bit of your backstory and a little bit of an insight into your daily badassery in the medical yes. field. But mm-hmm. let's do something a little bit different. Let's talk about why you would choose to hang out with Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the bottom of that. I think that the audience. Well, is I chose. To I chose to hang out with Charlie's wife. <laughs> And then Charlie was just kind oh. of a, a bonus hangout. <laughs> he was just kind of he was just kind of there. I'm kidding, I love Charlie. <laughs> and then Brando came along we a couple do. times too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I, um, I like yeah, these guys. Well, I did kind of come cool. along with the package, but yeah, you can't. <laughs> well, go, I think they're super cool too. Super cool party people. Yeah. 
I like them. Yeah, I mean, they're like the, the, my protectors. Main, I think the thing, yeah, in a way, I guess. I mean, you know, Becky worked with my wife Brooke, and um, they instantly. And I'll let her tell you about their connection, but that's pretty much where it all for me, for her and I meeting each other. Mm-hmm. It just kind of did come sort of proxy, right? And I'm gonna throw my wife a little under the bus here cool person but like a lot of cool people doesn't just hang out with anybody right that's my wife she doesn't she kind of has a uh, chemistry if she has chemistry with somebody they're fa- fast friends and and if she doesn't she doesn't pretend right which is she's not false which is what i love about her one of the things and you know early on in her meeting becky it was one of those people that you know she doesn't come home and talk about any she doesn't talk about work people in general. So if she brings somebody up, it means somebody made an impression. And and there's only been maybe one, no, maybe two times in her whole like career where she's come home and been like, I met a friend, you know, like somebody fucking cool. And that's, that's sort of how it started. I think some people are, you know, know, if they're hard to impress, they can be, it can, it can go a couple different ways, but it sounds like your wife has impeccable taste. I mean, we're we're forgetting you for a moment, but everybody on. messes up, Mitch. Everybody has a mistake they make once. Okay? Yeah, everyone slips. Don't judge her by that choice. We don't most much, but I do. <laughs> no, Brando does. But Becky, you have like this really—you got some great energy. You've brought a lot of uh, levity and spark to the show. The boys doing a great show before you got there, but it really added a certain amount of of juice to the, the the chemistry that was building there what what do you think did that and let me ask you a kind of a side question how do you feel about charlie taking so long to interview you and bring you onto the show i mean not as a member yeah, of the no show shit. but like like you were you were not you know you were in the top list what what, what happened there charlie like, we love yeah, what game. happened there like she awesome. wasn't interviewed so until disappointed. yeah like <laughs> <laughs> why wasn't i your first <laughs> interview question okay? is this right now <laughs> I mean, yeah. why wouldn't you your first interview? <laughs> let's let's go. That's let's do question. one question at why a time. I I she should answer list. her question first. Yeah. Well, maybe you were, and uh, I'm going to lie about it here in a minute, and it's going to be very convincing. Were you just really, really nervous at like what I was going to say? <laughs> Did she no. intimidate you? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, well, okay. So this is you know I can't answer this in a short. It's going to be a long answer. Okay, well, um, let's just move on to the next question then. So, okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I miss doing this with you, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do my. Let me see if I can do my best. Uh, in fact, this was suggested to me by one of my friends who kind of audits our our cast, uh, and something I kind of owe you an apology for. Side note, Mitch. So one thing is, he said a good a good game for your show is to have Brando and Becky pick a topic and then give you a word limit to answer <laughs> back and see if you can do it. And I was like, it's a damn good idea. It's <laughs> a really, a really idea. good game. I and already, I already know how to, I already know how to break that game. Well, and here's the thing. Then, then he goes, you want some honest criticism? And I go, yes, of course. I always want honest criticism. He goes, I really like the show. It's gotten a lot better since Becky has gotten on board. I was like, okay. I yeah, even I that. agree. I, well, even I? Yeah, well, I agree too. 
And so, uh, but he goes. Yeah, that did sound weirdly douchey. I'm sorry. I'm very. He goes. <laughs> he goes in the last episode. I want you to count how many times you say, "You know," before you start talking. And I immediately became ashamed because I know he's talking truth there. I have those little. I don't even know what to call them intro phrases where I'm like, you know, or here's something, you know, I always have this like one little thing and I know I probably abused the hell out of it. And he goes, it was starting to annoy me. No, we like, all have those. And if okay. you don't listen back to your episodes, it's hard to pick them out because once you start listening to yourself, they stand out more. I've got a few and I'm not even going to point them out because I'm so ashamed and they embarrass me so terribly, but they're <laughs> out there and you have to try so hard not to fall into them over and over and over. Here's a, here's a question for uh, for you. Have you ever been a fan of a podcast? You eventually pick up on the fact that one of the hosts has a weird little tick kind of like that. You start overanalyzing it and you start hating that podcast for a really dumb reason. I have a perfect example of that. Uh, the Tell Them Steve Dave podcast, except mm-hmm. the little tick is called one of the people they feature on the, the show called Get Em Steve Dave. And I can't stand him and I've stopped listening because I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Can't do it anymore. <clears throat> I have those from time to time. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've registered it as being a tick, but um, yeah, there's definitely times where I get sick of. I think I've done that with a little with Joe Rogan to an extent. You know, I, I you know, you know, there's one right there. <laughs> Becky, but yeah, did you listen to podcasts before you uh, started hanging out with these guys on the Brevity Box? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I I totally did. I love a good podcast. What were some of your favorites, especially when really. Um, there's one that just started. I was a fan of Call Her Daddy. No, I was not. I did not like that okay. one. Um, there was one. Yeah, that was a. Um, that had just started right before we started. It's called Drama Queens with the characters from One Tree Hill. Love that one because they talk mm-hmm. about my favorite show. And then just a bunch of like the murder, <laughs> um, murder mystery podcasts. There are too many to name. <laughs> the lighthearted. My favorite, my favorite yeah. murder. Those ones are really yeah. entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's sort of, it's funny how that works, right? Like Becky's birthday is the day before my wife's birthday and they have a lot in common, hyper intelligent, outspoken, don't like to be pushed around, are likely to explode with extreme ferocity if pushed too hard, you know, and extremely competent at what they're doing. Those in, are my favorite people. In their, Right. And, and I love that. Exactly. I get along with that person. Um, and I think the right about was, if I remember correctly, I was, my wife was working overnights and I was going there and like, I would visit with people she was working with, or I would bring food and, um, 10 seconds left. <laughs> and then I, you know, once <laughs> I think you kind of have chemistry with people right away and Becky and I were joking and riffing and she's clearly got, a sense of humor that really jibes with Brooke and myself kind of dark, kind of twisted, really funny. And I don't know how long have you, we, it, you know, it was, you know, I always knew of her. We'd hung out from time to time. And then we brought her into our fantasy football league a few years ago. And she just got a lot of street cred from there because we had mm-hmm. a lot of exposure to her sense of humor, especially on, on different games or draft day. And she's a performer, like consistently competing for championships and, and always just making really smart moves. I know that you don't 
care at all about this, Mitch. But actually, it was I how already we... kind of zoned out. Yeah. Yes. So just, <laughs> but we got to know to... each other. I was just waiting for my uh, name again, so I knew to come back in. That was your cue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you it was kind of more low, than a pretty face. Stuff, but I think more than a pretty <laughs> face. Well, and 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 I think that you know she kind of got a chance to uh, know, you know, you know what somebody's about through the person that they're with. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. So you know. You know, right. So, you know, you know, you know Becky, you know, you know, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, don't you know, the new... might as well get them all out of the way now. <laughs> Welcome you to Ruminations from the Red Room, the newest drinking game on the internet. Every time you hear, you know, take a shot. Um, oh, I'm so drunk Becky, right now. <laughs> well, I actually poured myself a, a nice glass today. So uh, nice. speaking of kind of Cheers. calling back to earlier in the episode, we were talking about how we used to all do this around a table in the red room and we we had a blast and there were usually drinks flowing and it was it was fantastic you seem to have a real natural way about you when you jump on the show and you jumped in with like both feet like from the very first episode we were just featured as a guest to the evolution of you becoming an actual permanent part of the show what things were appealing to you what made you keep coming back why do you want to be a part of the brevity box without blowing up charlie's ego it's good enough (laughs) where it is but what what drove you? Because we're glad I to have think, you. Thrilled to pieces. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think what it was was just um, I I loved because Sherry's like, check it out. Check it out. And I'm like, OK, OK, I'll listen. And so I listened to a couple before. And then I was like, do I really want to do this? Mm, yeah, let me do this because I had a blog about my bad dates. And I was like, oh, I just love talking about those because oh. they're so much fun. And Charlie's like, oh. Where can people check out that blog? Let's, let's talk about this. Um, it's called Becky's Bad Dates. <laughs> Why did I shave my legs for this? Okay. I think if you just Google it, I don't know the website off the top of my head. <laughs> but yeah, it, it kind and of, that is, I just that's kind of where it started for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love talking <laughs> well, and I love We just can see like why you got along with Charlie then, right? Talking to people. <laughs> yeah. And I love it when people blow up my ego. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, it's actually like a a lot of crying from Charlie, like telling me that I was good enough. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because I didn't think I was good after the first episode. I was like, you guys want me back? (laughs) This sounds like it's playing into the whole uh, imposter syndrome that you guys kind of tackled on an episode. And it's interesting because you are describing that pretty accurately right there, just right from the get go. And Charlie has described not really Mm -hmm. running into that problem. And Brando has described yeah. having it a little bit. So going forward with Brevity Box and you taking a big hand in the their social media and things, do you see this as something that's helping you recognize that you're better than you thought? Give me a few more episodes and maybe. <laughs> okay. Me, <All> right. <laughs> give me a few more episodes. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably, give me a few episodes and some therapy because I'm still far, far away from, yeah, (laughs) I'm in it. Definitely the reason we started this was to, to, (laughs) was to do our own therapy right here, like on the mic. It's, I mean, if, if we could box up all the issues that all the ruminators on the ruminations radio network had, it would be. A very large box. And, the, and you know, and Charlie yes, and my free and, speech was was challenged today. It was hurtful. <laughs> oh, it was Charlie not. and Brando came <laughs> came in for this podcast during a time where I was just 
I was working in a hospital during COVID and I would come home and I didn't, I didn't have anybody to really talk to because you, you kind of isolate yourself because you're mm-hmm. like, nobody really knows what's going on right now. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer all the time. And Charlie and Brando stepped in and, you know, let me talk about things and took my mind off of things. And, and I was really appreciative of that. They kind of saved me along the COVID journey. So thank you guys. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll awesome. let me jump in on that. You got you, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, here, here's the the interesting thing about that is uh, we we Brando and I have talked in the past uh, in many episodes about we were roommates and we've been friends for a long time. It gave uh, him exposure into something I've got a deep well of experience with, and that's living with somebody who is a medical pro RN working in an ICU. And having to come home after overnight shifts, like I know as much as one can without having lived through it, right? Um, I know, and I have a lot of respect for what the kind of what they go through and what the prices that's paid or demanded after they get done with it. And it's a hard thing to talk to people about, uh, even as a third party, if I'm telling somebody like a family member about what Brooke does and very much what Becky does, they have a hard time really relating to what, like they comprehend the words, right? But they don't know that that kind of tired, what that tired looks like, you know, six, 12 hour shifts in a row and half the people at work were being dicks and half of those people were the patients and, you know, (laughs) and, and it's hard to complain about that (laughs) stuff. So I think it's weird how well that, clicks right because i did have a couple of conversations early on and brooke was really very uh you know sometimes i miss obvious things and brooke was like hey how about becky and i was like oh shit (laughs) you know like i cannot believe i did not think about that and you know once i spoke to her i think a lot of the open ear that she's talking about from brando and i comes from the fact that brando for a few years saw that in Brooke coming home and he, he kind of saw and heard stories and, you know, because you guys lived together for, for quite a few years, correct? For quite a few years. I basically had like one and a half roommates. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. He was used to the schedule and, and that's a lot of how it worked. Right. Because I was awake during the day and he and I would have time to hang out and then I don't sleep very much. So then when he would go to bed at like eight, uh, Brooke and I would stay up because I'm normal have a good time until you know two in the morning or something and and it was uh how we built our relationship but so this throuple thing seems to be a pattern with you charlie um let's talk about (laughs) (laughs) always going for the threesome well you got still a man (laughs) always and forever come on (laughs) (laughs) no that's a hack that's a joke from hacks i don't want to act like i took that was just really worked out well on that one yeah it is i like the number three for sure but i i don't have um i don't know how to explain i'm comfortable with the type of person that becky is and i have a lot of respect for what she has to deal with and in times where she has had a bad day uh and she can just tell the story without having to go into a bunch of explanation because i've heard a similar story from my wife right they've both the same kind of person and, you know, they get the same kind of flack from people who aren't as good as they are at their job. 
so it worked out well you know we're kind of custom fit for each other in a weird way i don't know how to follow that up that's just so touching and sweet well, and, it's, and, and it's you, how do you how do you add or it's serendipity, polish man. On it's destiny? just it's just luck. It seems like <laughs> it, right? It seems like and and, and uh, I mean, makes jokes. We just I think it's you know, that's a great word. That's a great well, word. You know what I've been waiting for? I mean, I think maybe now almost four years, four years since Ruminations from the Red Room started, and we're coming up on the one year anniversary of the Ruminations Radio Network. I have awesome. yet to get Brooke on the show or her <laughs> on the network. Now, Charlie, it's hard. I'm, I imagine that it is, and I'm not going to pressure you except that I'm pressuring you now. Look, if okay. it's a situation where I can convince her, her and I will gang up on him. I think I could talk her into it. Well, look, I just think that, you know, it's a, it, it provides, provides us another insight into this crazy guy. We all know and love from brevity me. box. Oh, you she's going to butcher me. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be gonna great. It's going to be hilarious and brutal. Oh, it's going to be wait. so brutal. It'll be, it'll be amazing. Oh, my God. It's going to be brutal. She knows where the, all the bodies are buried. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to be bad. <laughs> That's what you need. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my formal invitation uh, or maybe informal invitation for Brooke to join us on well, the now show. Now Becky and Brando are going to jump on her. Yeah, it'll yes. be great. So the we'll killer have great... bees. Becky, Brooke, and Brando. <laughs> and now I'm, she'll, and now she'll really do it because I'm here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, she called you my work wife this weekend. I thought that was hilarious. So like, let me slow this by you. What about this? That. What if we have... <laughs> <laughs> we have... We have Brooke on... And Charlie has to stay out of the room for the first half. It's like the, the newlywed game kind of. We'll just have Brooke in, but no Charlie. And then bring Charlie in. You, that's I probably the it. best way you'll get her. Sounds like a deal. She'll probably do that. That's an excellent All right. She excellent just doesn't idea. want me there talking. She, she hears me talk <laughs> enough. That's what she She listens say. to that enough. Awesome. Basically, I couldn't get her to listen to the podcast. And then when Becky joined, I was like, but Becky's doing great. And she's like, okay, I'll listen. Oh, Poor that's woman. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, well, hey, that's, that's yeah. about what's that i'm sorry no go ahead please i was cutting you off oh no go ahead please i i was i was i insist okay i will go on I will, I will, <laughs> oh da- damn you're gonna have me speak more uh, you know when becky first started it was something that i had said to mitch you know that i was really excited about from the jump from the first show and I just have a feeling when I get around somebody I can riff with. And Becky, like you said, Mitch, she jumped in both feet and worked really well. And look, Brando likes her more than he likes me. So oh, 100%. He, so he says <laughs> stuff. He actually reacts to her. I, I, I dare you to prove me wrong on this because I have not gotten a pass as a response to a question since Becky joined the podcast. <laughs> to be fair, Becky helps counteract the fact that he exhausts me it's fair <laughs> i am uh that's good <laughs> fair. well becky i gotta tell you that um speaking of the riffing and, and the enjoyment like i'm a little bit jealous because i miss this so much you know riffing with these guys and chatting and talking and Step then into I, the box anytime my friend i would love to come back you bet but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I really do miss it. And I, I really look forward to listening to and uh, working with your episodes each week, guys, because it's 
it's like I still get a little bit. I don't feel quite so left out. It's wonderful. And you guys are doing a great job. It's, I, I would advise any listeners out there, definitely tune in because these guys have got a chemistry and a vibe and an energy that you cannot miss. Laughs all episode long. Every once in a while we take a little turn, but it's always brought back around in a way that that is humanizing, that makes you feel good. And it's just a blast. So big recommends on checking out that show. Hey man, thank you for the praise. I I, I got to tell you when you told me you were uh, becoming a fan and had been uh, you the podcast that you loved in the past had a lot of the elements that we were putting out that meant a lot. And I I have to also acknowledge this. Uh, a lot of this development came because it is a different show. It is is a different show than it was the first. I don't know, 10 episodes. I guess we started turning the corner and run episode eight. But part of that, I had some sense and Brando had some sense. We needed to change something. I mean, we haven't, they're still there for people to listen to. Uh, They had nothing to do with brevity. And um, they were very long and very not light fun as much as we would. It's an ironic name now. (laughs) But the thing is, is uh, Mitch is uh, obviously the host of Ruminations from the Red Room, but listener he's also the man in charge of a lot going on at the network of everything going on and it was guidance and observation from him after having to hear me talk too much that 100 (laughs) percent led to and and that kind of i want to praise that because man i needed to hear it and without it i don't think i would have gone uh maybe i would have gotten the same place at some point but it would have been a lot of me overthinking and overanalyzing. I wouldn't have trusted to go with instinct. I had great guidance from Mitch and you deserve a lot of that. Cause I'm happy with where the show is and, you know, Becky and everything, like you said, seems like, how do you uh, follow up Providence, you know, or <laughs> destiny? It's, well, it, I mean, it I don't want to spend that way. too much of this Becky episode blowing you guys too much or anything, but I mean, well, you know, it's getting a little awkward there. I'm yeah. loving it. But the, the fact, keep going. <laughs> I know what kind of porn you watch now. Say it faster. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is. I'm stuck in the dryer. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got to recognize that that you were great personalities, intelligent, sharp, smart, witty guys, and a lot of fun. And I did not want to lose that. And so that's where some of that came from. I did not. I didn't want that getting overshadowed. And I think that you guys have found a great partner in Becky. So Becky, awesome. Thanks for holding these guys together. And I mean, like Charlie's saying, I think that there would have been some, some navigating down the road anyway, but either way, here we are now and it's time to take a station break. So we'll be right back with the brevity box, reintroducing Becky with the good hair. Hey kids, it's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile History Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. You've been enjoying this show. Come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile History Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. And welcome back to Ruminations from the Red Room. Here in the Red Room, of course, myself, your host, Mitch Proctor, I have with uh, with me today, tonight, the cast of the Brevity Box, the one and only Brevity Box, 
tonight. We're reintroducing Brevity Box because they brought on a great new co-host to complete their thruple, Becky with the good hair. We have Charlie and Brando, and we're about to (laughs) play a little game. Let's see how well they know each other. And in a way, we'll all get to know them a little bit better. So going down. (laughs) I'm going to do so bad. (laughs) I'm going to win. So let's see who's going to go first. And then we'll proceed from there. Uh, How are Bryce first? Because I'm running the game. I was just about to say that. Becky's first. (laughs) Becky's first. Becky's first. Becky? Yes. Who are you answering this question about? Brando or Charlie? Let's do Brando first. You got a pen and paper, right? I don't have one handy. I have one. I thought you went to go. Oh, Becky for the win. Becky doing the saving. (laughs) All right. Let's do this then. Becky, what are three items that Brando always carries? A gun, a knife, and his sense of humor. Brando, is that correct? That's four disqualified. You're out. (laughs) She's literally wrong on all counts. Really? What? I thought gum was right. I thought gun and knife were right. Charlie, you can see carry. The key word is always. Oh, always. Charlie, for the steal, do you want to try and answer that? Three things. I think, you know what? I I think Becky should, you know, I'm going to, you know. Can I get a Let's half take a it point? to the judges and see what they say. And the Mitch, judges say, considering boobs. that more often than not, that more often than <laughs> not, I have those three things when I leave the house. I say we give her, give it to her. She, she you, you didn't even finish saying she already got the point. Okay. I mean, she's right. It's just the fact that it's not twenty four seven. He's being technical. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not he so technical. Plus, I showed bitch my boobs, guys. So that's why I got the point. Uh, that works out. It's worth half a point each. One point. That's funny. I'm going to show you mine. I'm not getting much, but I'm doing it. I want to. I don't want to be left out. He's going to send you a <laughs> Buffalo Bill video. Be careful. Please do. We need to start putting something up on the website in the, in the blog area. Just send me that picture. <laughs> Charlie, okay. Who are you answering your question for, Becky or Brando? Oh, man. I feel like I'm going to get... Well, Brando was already picked. I got to go with Becky. Okay. What time does Becky get up in the morning? (sighs) Always, or can I pick majority of the time? Majority of the time? Let's say majority of the time. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. I know I'm going to say 5.30 p.m. Becky, is that correct? Is this when I'm working? Is it when I'm working? Or exactly. When I'm working? <laughs> <laughs> That's you guys are playing majority. this way too technically. Oh my god! Let's just go to this the. This is why we get along. <laughs> Becky, when you're working, what time do you get up? What time do you get up on a normal work day? Oh, I was off. That's early. What time was that? I have to eat before I go to work. I don't I said eat at five thirty. Oh, that's right. I make my. I make food for my wife. I forget. Yeah, I don't have a man to be my man slave. So no, Mama got to do it itself. You mean a perfect angel of a man (laughs) who has great culinary skills and can dance? (laughs) 
I just want to log off Zencaster after hearing that. <laughs> That's because you lived it. You lived it. You know that that is not a joke. <laughs> you are not good looking enough of a, of a man to have that Dennis Reynolds attitude. <laughs> I, I disagree. It's, it's about the implication. Oh, That's great. I actually have heard him scream. I am a five star man, but you know. Scream. <laughs> five stars out of ten. Oh, it was a weird night. Oh okay. man, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. No, I was wrong. I was straight up wrong. I thought five thirty because normally I think the the work starts at like you have to be there by six forty five. But she gets up at three thirty so she can make herself something to eat, which makes total sense. There you go. All right, next question for and- Brando. Well, let's uh, let me ask about Charlie here. Let's see. Uh, let's see how how good I am. I I thought you might go thing. that way. So Tactical. here you go. What is the one place Charlie would most like to visit? Not your pants. <laughs> Saffron Indian Bistro. Oh. Charlie, yeah, is that correct? That's, that's that's close enough that I have to agree. Yeah. Okay. There we that's go. Tucson. That's we got Tucson. points yeah. on the board. Damn it, Brando. <laughs> You tactical bastard genius. You that was really well played. That was good. I'm, good job. I'm not just pretty, I'm also smart. You are smart. That was well done. Well done. Uh Becky, it's your turn. Let's go with Charlie this time. We're going with Charlie this time. What <laughs> what superpower would Charlie most like to have? Oh dang it. <sighs> hmm. Flying. Oh, <laughs> uh, weak, weak tea. No, I don't uh, know superpowers. I, think I, don't, I would ra- That's that's. You guys true. know you I don't know that. <laughs> oh man, that 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 sounded very uh, yeah. Northern Plains, <laughs> didn't it? Uh, yeah, no superpower. I wish I had Wolverine all the way. Oh, healing nice. factor. And claws. Give it to did me. you just short joke yourself? I did. A hundred percent. Well done. It's Charlie. just because I want to be Danzig. And I used to, before they made oh. the first movie, they were talking about giving Danzig the role of Wolverine. And I was in smitten heaven with the whole idea of that. And so, yeah, that's my, my long form short joke. I have an amazing and Danzig. I have an amazing idea for rebooting Wolverine. Real quick sidebar. Hear me out. Who do you? What actor do you know that's short and aggressive? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> I want the next Bonus Wolverine. Points. I want the next Wolverine to be Kevin Hart. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> Whoa! The voice would be off, though, man. Yeah. I couldn't deal with the voice. It'd be really, really funny, though. It'd be really funny. <laughs> Oh the dude, I mean, the dude's pretty jacked. He could, you know, he's he's built. He could do it. I don't know who they're going to give it to. I, I hope it's not. I don't know. I haven't seen anybody I think they could give it to. If they were going to make him actually fit the comics, I don't think so. Okay, back to the game because I could go yeah, on sorry, a lot about this. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good sidebar, though. Thank you. And it really is. Sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are we now, Brando? I'll go with Becky this time. All right. What is the craziest thing Becky has ever done? That's a hard one, too. 
I got a feeling she can't admit it because the statute of limitations is still pending. All right. <laughs> if that is correct, we'll give you the point. Becky. No. Is that correct? Yeah. No, no, it's not no. statute of limitations. I can tell you part. the craziest thing I've ever licking? done. Yeah. Was it the uh the chin lick? No. That wasn't no, that's crazy. Probably that's just normally you. Becky. <laughs> My the craziest thing I've I ever done. That. I am I'm on the on pins and needles. Are you ready for this? I had sex in the back of yeah. a cop car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. And on that well, bombshell, we're joining us. Yeah, <laughs> and Becky gets all the points. I really don't see why we even continue with the episode. It's been great having you guys here. I mean, I, look, that's <laughs> a, please that's tell me, please tell me, please tell me, you were seeing a cop. I was. Were you were you dating a cop at this well, point? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure she saw him. He was right there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes it slightly less weird. With the perpetrator. Okay. So, okay, so I got to ask. No, I'm just kidding. So minute, I've never been a police again. cruiser. Aren't the aren't, aren't those back seats hard plastic? Yes, they are. Ooh. Yeah. It was squeaky. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So here's the question here. Not a were the, were, uh First off, had you been like out at a McDonald's and you were like, you know what I want to do after I'm done with my Big Mac? I want you to handcuff me, put me in the back of the squad car, turn the lights on and let's make it happen. No, I had brought him dinner. You know what? Actually, I brought Becky, him dinner because he was on shift. Let's stop you right there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, and he read you your rights. God, I am so sorry for going there. Becky had the right to remain silent, but she but didn't. She didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so cheesy. That's crazy. It's seriously, that's crazy. Was it in public or were you like at your house? Dude, you are just, you're just public. totally stepping all over the opportunity oh, here we have sorry. to get people okay. to come on back to Brevity Box to hear the rest of that story. <laughs> So much. Okay. Yeah, you fucking amateur. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just excited. Is this your first podcast? Yes. Oh my Do you even podcast, bro? <laughs> There's going to be more stories. Charlie, guys. the question that's is not your... even, that's the okay. wildest, amateur but I got more here. in my pocket. I got more in my pocket. Oh, we, we believe that you do. Yeah. But it's still fun. It's still fun to <laughs> super attempt to tease. You know it's fun to tease. Come on. You I've know. never been a tease. I'm a girl of my word. <laughs> I've always been a little shy, so I have a tendency to tease sometimes. You know, just you know, just you know, matters on the mood. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know where to go with this anymore. I don't even know who's in the lead or who's who's next. Oh, oh you the next question. question. I think I was up. Went, let's just, just admit win? that Becky wins the game. Since it's no, Becky's because you were, ask, you were asking Brando what the Ooh, what's the craziest Charlie thing Becky ever it. has done. I and yeah, I think it's Charlie's turn. No, not, not yet. <laughs> I want to win. You're not going to You want to win? Okay, here, I'm, I'm going to go play some FIFA then, you baby. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Okay, Christ. so Charlie, then yes, it, here's here's a final question then. I think that makes okay. a full complete round. All right. I'm going to give you a choice between one of four questions, just pick a number and I'm going to grab the the question that applies. <sighs> it's the Thruple episode. Becky's Ooh. number 3. I'm going to go with 3. Okay. And who are you answering this question about? I answered the last one about Becky. I'm going to answer this one about Brando. 
That's, that's not fair. You guys are best what friends. What did Rando want? Oh, come on. <laughs> well, and if he's just if trying to keep this up, apparently we're not. And this oh. episode is about me, Charlie. It's about me. <laughs> She may have a point there. Okay, I have a bonus question then. I have a bonus question for Becky. <laughs> All right, but Charlie, what did Brando want to be when he was a kid? Oh my god! And that's what we do here at Ruminations from the Red Room. We break up friendships. Thanks for tuning in. What did he want to be when he was a kid? A grandpa. It's. I will. <laughs> I will give you a hint. It's pretty stereotypical for a young kid to want this career a police officer I, I was gonna say firefighter but i don't know if that's really maybe astronaut no i don't look good in a mustache no <laughs> that's the whole reason no i can't be a firefighter so far you're so far that. you're all wrong i'll give you each one more chance hmm what did brando want to be when he grew up a pilot i say he wanted to work for geico but what did I want to fly? Fighter jets. The space shuttle. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <sighs> Fighter pilot. Wow. <laughs> and Becky with the steel. Oh, my God. It's and then like the third grade, grade and you realize your eyes are movies. fucked and your dreams get crushed at a very young age. Wow. And Brando with the bringing it back to real. <laughs> Debbie Downer. <laughs> Turns out I can't have children. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be okay if I couldn't physically. I'd be okay with that. Next long term so relationship, but next long term relationship I get into, I probably got to get snipped because condoms are awful. But we wear them. We wear them. So uh, we're gonna cut right, right at fifty two. Yes, there will Brando. be some edits made. That's the beauty of it. In fact, I think Lovely. right there I'm gonna insert uh, Kyle singing his little uh, the the beauty of editing song that he sings every now when he wants me to make a cut. It's awesome! Very, it's that's adorable. <laughs> uh, well, guys, um, I really appreciate you taking the time. Let me kind of like shake the dust, the, the dust off, you know, shake the rust off, bang the rust off, whatever have you, whatever metaphor you choose. Uh, but I, I felt it was really important that we do this because I think that uh, the show is really, really picking up steam and doing great. And I just love the dynamic that you guys are exhibiting. And I'm so glad to have Becky be a part of the team. And I'm not saying um, her work on your Instagram is awesome or anything, but it kind of is. And can't wait to see what she does next there. But thanks again, guys, for taking the time. Um, She's do you guys go have anything? That you, what's that? She's going full throttle. Full throttle. Yeah. Full, full throttle. throttle. Well, hey, um, Charlie, Brando, as always, a pleasure, sirs. Yeah, man. Great to be back in the Red Room. Thank you, Mitch. Yeah. Thank you. And Becky? Yes. Once again, thank you so much for coming in and hanging out tonight and doing this little thing. It's great to actually speak with you. Yes. Back and forth. I was so excited. <laughs> I mean, it's like we should be playing some like, uh, uh, you know, mafia music, like the Italian, 
you know what I'm saying, Godfather esque tunes because this is very a much of ours. like meeting the dawn here, right? <laughs> it's now official. Like we're we're actually an official thing now. We've met with the magistrate. We've we've uh, commenced on prima nocta, and now we're free to be our normal selves again. Well, I just hope you had a good time. I hope it was you had great a great time, fun, man. The fun. best time, buddy. The best time. Welcome, Becky. Thanks for making us better. Oh, anytime. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's going to do it for. for this episode of Ruminations from the Red Room. That's what you're here for, to make everybody better? Yep. And I'm here to apologize for my dog's allergies because you can hear her shaking her head in the background all throughout this thing. But no, yeah. they can't because the power of editing. What's up? Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> yeah. You're the man, dude. Thank you. I was just going to tell him to take it off of her neck. (laughs) If you guys like what you heard, or even if you didn't, but you liked a little bit of it, or want to just tell us how much we're awesome or how much we suck, whatever it is, whatever you got to say, join us at ruminationsradionetwork.com. Send us an email at ruminationsradio at gmail.com. Check out the ats on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you guys tune in and check out the Brevity Box because you don't know what's coming next. It's a blast. And for the Ruminations Radio Network, this is Mitch signing off. Let a smile be your own.